praise God. We want to welcome you this morning. Hallelujah. To Antioch North. Hallelujah. Amen. You're watching by way of the internet. We want to welcome you to our service. Amen. If you don't know, you who are here, you uh, miss a service and would like to uh, look at a service again, um, you can go to www.theantioch.com backslash north. Theantioch.com backslash north. And uh, you can watch the services online. It takes typically about a week. Uh, sometimes it's up, I'm sorry, two weeks for her, two weeks. Sometimes it come right up, uh, but there are still services previously, so you can watch. There are a lot of services, and if you would like to watch some of the other services from our other locations, if you uh, just go to www.theantioch.com, don't put north, You'll see the other two locations, and you can look at the services from Central and from West as well. Amen. So that's available to you also. Praise God. If you have your Bibles, you can turn to Matthew chapter 25. Matthew chapter 25. If you look at somebody and tell them Matthew 25. Praise God, I'll give you a couple of minutes to get there. If you don't have your Bibles, we are apostolic. I have my Apple iPad, my Apple phone, and so I'm apostolic. So, Matthew chapter 25, and I'll begin at verse number 1, and so you can catch up. Then shall the kingdom, everybody say the kingdom. How many know this is not your kingdom it's referring to? This is not Burger King. You're not you king at Burger King, that's about it. Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. The bridegroom, if you don't know, is Jesus Christ. Everybody say Jesus. If you want to meet the bridegroom who's coming for the bride, and if you don't know, the Bible calls the church the bride of Christ. And the bridegroom hasn't abandoned his bride. He hasn't abandoned his bride. The bridegroom does not have cold feet. He's coming to get his bride. When the bridegroom says he's coming, the bride prepares herself. 
it really doesn't take the bridegroom a whole lot of time. Folks, I was, I, after I took my shower, I was together in no time. Bang. But the bride, whoo-wee. Man, she need everybody at the day with her to help her. Need somebody with a dress. Need somebody to help her with her hair and, you know, all the fixings and this, that, and the other. She got a whole, a whole entourage just to get ready for that special day. You really take the bridegroom that long. You want to be, well, what's taking on Jesus so long? He's waiting for his bride to get ready. When she's ready. Then shall the kingdom of heaven. This is talking about the kingdom of heaven. I will just let you know the kingdom of heaven is just not up there. Jesus, when he came, he says, I want to let you know the kingdom of God is upon you. The Bible says the kingdom of God is within you. Many of you have received the kingdom of God within you. That's why you are a new creature in Christ, a new creation in Christ. You're not what you used to be. I don't care what problems you still may have, and I don't care what difficulties you may have. You may be backslidden and and on your way busting hell wide open, but I'm going to tell you what, you're not who you used to be regardless. Because once God filled you with the Holy Ghost, once you've been baptized in his name, once you've entered into his kingdom, you can't take that away no matter what. You can't wash away the blood that's been applied to you. Oh, hallelujah. It's on you. Some things you try to get rid of, you just can't get rid of it. The kingdom, I'm not talking about up there. The kingdom of heaven, he said, is likened to ten virgins. I had time to get to the, the, what it's referring to, why it used the number ten, and we'll get into that another time in some teaching, which took their lamps. Got to keep your lamp on now. You got to keep the light on. And went forth to meet the bridegroom. You got to be willing to meet him. And five of them, here we are, were wise. And five were foolish. What you want to do is you want to get with people who's wise. So I'm going to let you know, stop complaining about the church. There's going to be some wise people in the church, and there's going to be some foolish people in the church. He already let us know. You might as well just go ahead and, hello? Everybody not in the church, they're not wise, and everybody's not foolish. What you need to determine, hey, I'm not, I'm not going to hang with the foolish ones. Don't be what you talk about. <laughs> I'm taking my time with this one. Woo-wee. <laughs> Verse number three. They that were foolish took their lamps. And that's dumb. I'm sorry. They that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil oil with them. You're going to take the lamp. And the word, in other words, I have the vessel, but I'm not going to take time to put any oil in it. I want to show everybody that I'm a part, but I'm not going to fill up when I need to. But the wise took oil in their vessels. 
with their lamps, in their vessels, with their lamps, in their vessels, with their lamps. Not just carrying it on the side to put in their lamp when they, when, when, just when the call goes forth, but they keep it in their lamp. In their vessels with their lamps. While the bridegroom tarried. A lot of times, this is going to let you know, Jesus is going to take a little while before he get to you. Mm-hmm. No, you know what I'm talking about, right? How many know what I'm talking about? Man, I've been praying about this thing for a long time and hadn't gone anywhere. You stopped praying about it, didn't you? The bridegroom, Terry, they all slumbered and slept. Notice this. They all, even the wise, slumber and sleep. And at midnight, everybody say midnight. midnight. Brother, I remember, remember that message you preached at midnight. I remember that message. <laughs> and at midnight, there was a cry made. I said, at midnight, there was a cry made. Behold, it was a cry. The bridegroom cometh. Go ye out to meet him. I want to preach to you on the subject, the linchpin. The linchpin. Won't you clap your hand? You can be seated. Bible says that these virgins, each and every one of them, represented the people of God. It was the collective group, the entity, the entirety. It was the number of 10, and it represents when it represents God's uh, uh, instruction. And uh, giving to people. It's God working with people. And that's why he gave 10 commandments. It's how God works in the life of man. He gave you, for most people, 10 hands and 10 feet. And you see the number 10 uh, a lot of times in the Bible as it relates to a, the complete order of God dealing with man. And I don't have time to get into all the numbers and all that. We can and get a little deeper into that or whatever. And, and this was the collection, if you will, of, of, of the church on earth. And, and when you get to heaven, it's, it's a different number. And it's the number 24, but I'm not going to take my time to get into that. But here it's the number 10. And, 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 and it represented the whole of the church. And, and he was saying and communicating, how many know all the church is not going to be saved? Just, become, just because you come in a building and flop, your seat, flop down in the seat, it doesn't mean you're going to make it. Hey, you don't have a, a, a stamp placed on you that says, hey, you, you have a ride and you've made it just because you came in. Hey, you can be born into the kingdom, but you're going to have to decide, I'm going to stay in the kingdom. I'm going to live in the kingdom. I'm going to walk in the kingdom. And, and, and you see, there are three phases of salvation for every man, woman, and child. And, 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 and you can say, I'm saved. Hey, are you really? Are you in heaven? I got news for you. This isn't heaven. 
So we need to stop acting like it. Too many of us want it to be all nice and sweet and dandy. We want this to be Disneyland or world. I think Disney World is better than land. And, and it's not going to happen. We want God to take away all of our problems. You know what? If you spend your time praying to God take away all your problems, you're wasting your time. You're wasting your breath. You might as well stop praying because he's never going to take away all your problems. I'm all different. I'm, I'm going to get back there. But you see, I used to pray like that. God, this and that's going on. This going God, I just can't back in and do it, whatever the case may be. And, you know, and then God can take away everything if he wanted to. Right? Take away all your problems. I'm going to tell you when God take away all your problems when you get to heaven. Because you come on, you on earth, you're going to have a problem. Hello. You are going to have a problem just because you're here. He said, but the kingdom of heaven is likened to this. I'm, I'm talking to the church. And, and he said, there are going to be some people that are supposed to get into the kingdom of heaven, to the literal and physical and eternal kingdom of heaven, but they're not going to get there. Why? On the simple fact that they're just not wise. They have all the necessities, and they have all the equipment. They have all the utensils. They have all the tools. They have what it takes, and but they didn't apply it. And, and they had the vessels, and they just didn't want to take the time to keep oil in it. I'm sure when he gave them the vessel, it had oil. But as you go along and you walk with God, the oil will go out as long as you keep the light on. Now, you can't say, well, I'm just going to reserve my oil. I'm going to turn on my light. And you can't find your way. You must keep the oil burning and the light on. And so you just get into this thing called we call salvation. The second part of that is to walk with him. You see, he's light. And you can tell when you're not walking where you need to walk because things are dark. Oh, hallelujah. I'm talking lifestyle now, you know, hello. And once you walk with him, that's the second phase of salvation. And the last phase of salvation... Is when I'm before his face. I'm beholding his glory. Whether it's going to be there or when he set up his kingdom on earth and you didn't realize that's going to happen. Hey, new heaven and new earth. We're in dwell of righteousness where we live eternally. Hello. And it's not just a figment of your imagination. You're not some spooky whatever the case may be. You're going to have a physical, literal body that just can't die. Hello. Now, if that ain't worth it to you, if you'd rather have your cake and eat it too in this 70 years, phew, it doesn't. That's why the Bible says what you go through is not even, it doesn't compare. It doesn't even come close to the glory that shall be revealed. 
Why am I going to waste my time putting everything into this temporal thing? Uh, Bryant and I, we were, we were uh, I'm going off again. Bryant and I, we were, we were out. We were doing some work, and we uh, got that uh, uh, multipurpose room vacuumed or cleaned and all that. And, and uh, man, and now all we got to do is get it painted. We're working on that. But we were out, and then, and, you know, and uh, so we, we did a little bit of uh, talking to some people and all that. And, and uh, so a lady came by and uh, fussing at someone, and she was like, well, they were talking. I thought they were, I thought they were talking to me at one point. Like, hey, I ain't, I ain't doing anything wrong. <laughs> and they were joking with each other, whatever. And, I, and she was like, I, I was just talking about you. And other girls say, oh, yeah. And I say, you know, you got to watch out when people just talking about you. Now you know, know what they're talking about. She said she was talking about you. She didn't tell you what she was saying. <laughs> So y'all look like, you said it? Yeah, because that was just my little end. <laughs> and so I found my little end. We waited till she got out the store or whatever. And so she came out. I said, did you find out what she said about you? <laughs> I said, was it good? She said, oh, yeah, it was good and all that. Well, she, then she got to tell me what she does. She said, well, I sell this, and I sell these fire sticks and this and that. I was like, well, what is that? Fire sticks? I'm thinking of cigarettes. <laughs> fire sticks. <laughs> Stay away from them fire sticks, girl. <laughs> and she had to talk and whatever. I finally figured out what it was. And, and uh, so I said, oh, you sell, you sell those, you know, fire sticks, you know, these, uh, media, whatever, all that stuff, whatever. And I said, oh, okay. I said, well, I, I sell life insurance. <laughs> she said, you sell life insurance? I said, yeah. I said, you have life insurance? She said, well, no, I don't. She said, I think my father had life insurance for me. I said, no, you're talking death insurance. I said, that's what happens when you die. Everybody makes sure you're okay and, or they have something. That's when you die, people got money and they bury you and all that. I said, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about life insurance. I'm talking about after you die, you can get life. I said, do you have life insurance? I said, I sell life insurance. Let me give you my card. We selling life insurance around here. And guess what? It's free. It's free. And so we got to talk to her for a while. We got to talk to her. Brian got to talk to her. We talked about our church and different areas and Bible studies and, and everything else. And come find out she lived right around the corner from me. And it was crazy. And so, so yeah, see, we neighbors. So I'm had to go. She said, "Well, I, well, I used to go to this church, and I used to go to that church with my mom, or whatever. But I don't have to go to my mother's church now. I can have my own church." I said, "Yes, you can." Life insurance. I'm talking about. You have to understand what we are about. This is about life insurance. It's about what is going to happen after death. Or if you don't die when the rapture comes. And, and so in this passage of Scripture, this is what this is talking about. Five uh, virgins were wise and five virgins were foolish and, and five virgins were getting ready for the bridegroom. But he said at midnight, a cry went out. The bridegroom cometh. Go out to meet him. And you can't meet him if you aren't ready. You can't meet him when the cry goes out if you're not prepared. And so you must be in a preparing stage right now. 
I tell you, a bride who, who who waits at the last minute to get ready for the wedding brides, man, they they a whole week before they getting ready for, you know what I mean? Getting ready, getting ready, getting ready. As soon as that guy say, hey, this date, this date, man, they already planning. It's like my wife when she found out she was pregnant. It's not now, not now, no, not now. We went out down to Virginia. I mean, she had to be high. So we went to the store, go shopping or whatever. I said, where you going? I'm ready to buy something for the baby. Girl, you two minutes pregnant. What are you talking about? <laughs> You've been pregnant for two minutes. <laughs> you buying something for the baby. <laughs> That's how women are. They get ready when it's important to them. Men are like, well, I'll get to it. <laughs> oh, that's not, I get to it because women takes longer for, for whatever reason. Most women, you know what I mean? Wife talking about, yeah, I, I you know, I, 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 what time are they going to this time? You're going to be ready? You're gonna be, yeah, I'm going to be ready, woman. I'm going to be fine. I got, it's like 30 minutes. I'm going to be all right. You, you've been getting dressed for the last two hours. It don't take me but 30 minutes. It take you two hours. So how are you going to make it? I'm all dressed and ready to go to the car. Waiting on her. Because the bride, they just got, it's just something about a bride. They, 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 they cover every little detail. Oh, hallelujah. I said a bride that's serious about their wedding. Oh. So you had the wise one and then the foolish ones. I'm not going to talk about the linchpin. Can I talk about the linchpin next week? I'm going to talk about the bride. So you're going to have to change that message because I'm, I'm, I'm not even getting into that. We're going to talk about the linchpin. You can just try to just get ready. And I'm just going to close this because the Holy Ghost is just flowing in another direction. We're not even going to do that. And so while the bridegroom tarried, they all slept and they all slumbered. And if you notice, it has been, now if you've been around for a while, you, you notice it was just like this lull, I call it, like it was like the, sleep, the church was kind of rocked into sleep and we're kind of just going through the motions and you understand what I'm talking about. Some of you have been around for a while or whatever, and maybe if you hadn't been around here for a while, you, you maybe sense what I'm talking about. But there is an awakening, if you will. There is a spiritual awakening happening today, and, and God is doing some great things. Brother Abel from Germany just gave me a text uh, last week, two weeks ago, and he said, Pastor, Pastor. He still calls me Pastor, even though he's in Germany now. He said, Pastor, we had a healing in our church. A blind man was healed, and now he can see. I think it was a man. I'm not surprised. Hallelujah. Well, I don't believe in that kind of stuff. Well, I'm sorry. You don't. I'm what you're doing in the church building if you don't believe in that type of stuff. power still exists. We still experience that type of power. Hello. You say, well, you're sick and I hear, you know what? I already, I, I was, I was told. I didn't like the prophecy. I was sick. I'm praying for healing. Oh, God, heal me. I'm sick every single day. 
I lost like 35 pounds, and it was just going crazy. Oh, oh, I mean, it was my whole body just shut down. I'm like, God, if you're going to kill me, just kill me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't let me go. Just kill me. Take me out. Just want to make sure I'm ready. I was ready, so I'm like, take me out. I said, you know? And then the bishop comes, and he says, The doctors, they ain't, they're not going to be do they're not going to be do anything. This and that. This is for the glory of God because God's going to use you in such a mighty way that you can't take the credit because of everything God's going to do and this, that, and the other. I'm like, oh God, Bishop, I could. I, why do you have to say all that? <laughs> Couldn't you say in the name of Jesus, be healed? God said you were going to go through this. And I'm reminded every chance I get, or every time he gets a chance, he reminds me. Somebody asked me something. I said, I, I, this is just my uh, thorn in the flesh. And, uh, but that's, and that's fine. Do I believe in healings? Yes, because I tell you what, I was sick as a dog, thirsty. Now, I, just, I really hadn't figured that out. Somebody tell me, I don't know how sick a dog is. Sick as a dog. Somebody explain the analogy because I just don't understand. I look at dogs. They don't look sick to me. But that's, the, that's what they sick as a dog. And Brother Valley wasn't feeling well as well. And I got the guys to pray, and they prayed. I, I didn't have any energy at all. And God infused me with power and strength. For that purpose in that moment. So I believe in healing. Did he take it all away? No, he didn't take it away. He healed me enough to get me on so I can do what I had to do in the will of God. But I'm reminded. So I'm going to tell you what. The power of God is resident in the church. And it's operative as God wills and desires. But the church was placed in a, a state of, of sleep, if you will, slumber. But there has been an awakening. You can verify that in your spirit. And some of you know what I'm talking about. Some of you might say, what are you talking about? What you talking about, Willis? <laughs> As a, an awakening that God is saying, Get ready, my church, because I'm about to come soon. All over this world. All over this world. There's an awakening going on. And we're talking about the harvest and all that. The harvest is coming. There's an awakening going on. God is an awake awakening. You say, well, it's a dark world. Yeah, the world is getting dark. What they would do here is they would send the bride, the virgins, out into these woods. And they would place them in this cabin, very deep cabin, in the, in the woods. And it was a secluded place. And they would stay there for days and do the purification and all that. And then the herder would cry out, the bridegroom is coming! And they would have to light their lamps and go meet him. And if you didn't have 
oil or light, you couldn't find him. And this is what this passage of Scripture is referring to. And so some had to wait till the next day till it was light to go find a place that sold oil so they can get oil put into their lamps. And then when they went, try, they went to try to meet the bridegroom, and it was like it was too late. The door was shut. And I know so many people are trying to wait until that very moment. You know, I'm going to have my fun. I'm going to wait. I'm going to do this. I'm going to dabble in that. I'm going to do whatever. And I'll get a signal when everything is going to be okay. And then all of a sudden, I'm going to get it right. You know, maybe on my deathbed, etc. And some people really think they can just outslick God. Oh, God, I can get around your plan. <laughs> Live for you. Give my life for you. My, I, I have it too good. Really? You show me one human being in this life that has it too good. Oh, oh no. You can talk about, oh, look at that movie star. They got this and this and that. Man, they're so miserable. You read about the stories of these guys. Like, they have everything. These sports players, they got all this money. They're doing stupid stuff. Right? Get in the White House, they're doing stupid stuff. <laughs> I respect the, 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 the office and all that. But you, you, I'm telling you what, money, don't think that you have what they have, that you, all of a sudden, you would be different. Yeah, you would be different. <laughs> that money, you would be different. But a cry is going out, and it's saying, it's time to get ready. It's time to get ready. There is nothing else more important. Some of us, we, we may expire before Jesus comes. The question is, if you expire, are you going to be ready? What good is it for me to get, to, get baptized, receive the Holy Ghost, start living for God, and then be lost and spend eternity in hell? And don't take for granted just because I have a vessel, I'm okay. Hello? I just had a question. Do you have oil in the vessel? This is taking a turn. The question is, do you have oil in the vessel? And is the light on? This is what we're going to do right here. Eleven thirty-five. Now you can do what you want with this. I believe I'm delivering what God desires me to deliver, and I'm not trying to scare anyone. I don't believe in, I don't believe in scare tactics. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't buy into that. I don't believe the kingdom of God is about scaring. I believe in the fear of the Lord. Because the Bible says the fear of the Lord is clean. But I don't believe in the spooky stuff. Say that for whatever. But if you're in this place and you honestly want to go to heaven, not trying to coerce you into whatever, I'm thinking someone could be tricked into heaven. You're going to get to heaven just because you're going to want to go. Not because somebody did all these whatever to try to get you there. But you want to go. 
You acknowledge me. There's some things in my life that's kind of holding me back, and sometimes it's me holding me back. But you want to go. You want to spend eternity with Jesus. I want five people to stand up on this side. One. Come on. One, two, three, five. Okay. One, two, three, four, five. No, I'll let her stand. Let me see, sister. Five people. Five people stand up on this side real quick. One, two. I'm going to get the people that are close. Three, four, five. Come on up here. Come on up here. This is what Jesus was saying. Come on. Gather in, mix in. All right. Ten people. Now, it was five on this side, five on that side. Mix in. Hallelujah. Now, unless you have to think about you can't who's on what side, who's on what side, everything else. You just never know. When a person comes in. They don't know what side a person was on. They just came. But here we are. Five of them came from one side and five from the other side. Five were wise. Five were foolish. If you were on this side, I want you to pop out. You were on that side. Stay back. Come on. Pop out. Five were, just look at this. And I want you five to come right here. Now, this if this represented the church, and five of them didn't make it, but five of them did. Do you understand that you're a part of this equation? And you're going to have to decide what, which one of these five you, uh, you're going to be a part of? Hello? Now, I know we think, well, everybody. No, you're going to have to. Oh, I'm going, I'm going to make sure I'm going to be. What are you doing to get ready? Oh, I come to church on Sunday morning. So coming into a building makes you ready. They had oil and they had lamps. Which five you want to be? Foolish? Or... I don't know. Y'all didn't even answer the question. Y'all the foolish. Get on. <laughs> What's, what five you want to be? Y'all want to be the foolish. Y'all want to, no, y'all, y'all really, I know y'all want to be the foolish, right? Y'all, y'all want to be the foolish? You know, none of them want to be. None of them want to be. But it's going to be, what's the determining fact? Do I have oil in my lamp? And it's a light on. You come this way. You can go and be seated. Now, I'm going to let you know what the oil represented. In the Bible, 
The oil represents the Holy Ghost. Now you say, well, I got the Holy Ghost. Keep in mind, everyone, when they received the, the vessel, they had oil and they had light. The oil can go out. When you study the tabernacle in Scripture, it had two ends. You had one end for pull, pulling in the oil to flow through and the other end. And so it had to be a continual flow of oil. If there's not a continual flow of oil, it will go out. There has to be a continual flow of the Spirit of God in your life. I feel some conviction coming on. If you've never received, hear me, the Holy Ghost. And I'm going to say it this way. If you want it the way the Bible, the, the, the church out there said, that's fine, whatever. I'm talking about receiving it according to Scripture. This is how they received it in the Scripture. When they received the Holy Ghost, they began to speak in another tongue as the Spirit gave utterance. If you've never received the Holy Ghost and began to, if you've never began to speak in another tongue as the Spirit came upon you, I'm talking about like in the Bible. You can have that this morning. Only if you want it. If you haven't prayed through in a while, you can have it today. Notice how low I am. I'm not trying to pump anybody up because you don't need to pump someone up for this. I want you to come on up front. Hadn't prayed in the Holy Ghost in, in a while, whatever you call a while. Once you come on up front. If you have never received the Holy Ghost and you want the Holy Ghost, never spoken tongues before, I want you to come on up. Everybody stand. If no one comes up, no one wants it, that's, that's fine too. I'm doing what I feel to do in God, in the Holy Ghost. Church, you can begin to pray. If you haven't prayed in tongues in a while, you hadn't prayed in the Spirit in a in a while, maybe it's been a month, maybe it's been a couple of months. If you've never received a baptism with the Holy Ghost, spoken tongues. I'm going to give you an opportunity right now. Is there anyone in here that desires to come? Don't be afraid. This is about heaven and hell. You're gonna, don't let pride get in the way. Everybody has to come in the same way. If you know someone who hasn't had it, won't you grab their hand and escort them up? We're not trying to put anyone on the spot. If you need oil in your lamp, I want you to come on up. Let me just say it that way. If you need oil in your lamp, I want you to come on up. If you need oil in your lamp, come on up. Maybe you come to church every week, but if you need oil in your lamp, I want you to come on up. Come on, quickly, quickly, quickly. If you see somebody up here, church, you don't have to stand around. The minute somebody steps up here, they let you know they will come up here for prayer. I don't need the church standing back. Come on, in Jesus' name. I just want to move your heart, God. To give you all I am. 
give voice to it. You got to give voice to it. It's not you. It's him flowing through you. It's him flowing through you. in this house in the name of Jesus. Rise up faith. Lord, 
voice of prayer. Today, 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 oh God. In the name of Jesus, I sing to you. I dance with you, I cry before you, here in this place, I give my all, just to be whole, just to be place just you and me everything so clear now I am free just you and me Jesus, I sing to you, I dance with you, Lord, I cry before you here in this place, I give my all just to just to be near here in this place just you and me everything so clear now I am free just you and me don't care who sees I don't care who hears oh how I love this place of I sing to you, Lord, I dance. 
before you here in this place I give my all just to behold just to be near here in this place just you and me Everything's so clear Now I am free Just you and me I don't care who sees I don't care who hears Oh, how I love this place of in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Today, oh God, today, oh God. Jesus name in Jesus name in Jesus name of Jesus in the name of Jesus you 
stronger in the presence of my Savior. trust doesn't have borders oh God let me walk upon the waters wherever you would call me take me deeper than my feet could ever wander and my faith would be made stronger in the presence of my Sarah received the Holy Ghost already.
just because of who you Jesus, every stronghold, Father. Right now, in the name of Jesus, church, come on. Let's pray together. Come on, let's pray. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. 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 Praise God. That's it. Hallelujah. Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. And we had... We have, I think, three or four to receive the Holy Ghost. Five. One, one is getting ready to be baptized. If you've never been baptized in Jesus' name, and you want to be baptized, you can, you, you can do that today. If you haven't been baptized in Jesus' name, you can do that today. I see some of you looking down when I'm coming by you. That means God is talking to you. It's all about I know the name, it. the authority of the name, the power of the name. You're worthy, oh God. Hallelujah. 
Aleluya. 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 I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, oh God. Hallelujah. name of Jesus. Liberty in the name of Jesus. Liberty in the name of Jesus. Liberty in the name of Jesus. Mm. Get yourself glory, oh God. Get yourself glory, oh God. Jesus name in Jesus name Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.
Jesus.